0: Welcome to episode 5 of the FitSess Podcast. On today's episode, we have Sine and Pietro, and I'm your host, Declan Murphy. Enjoy, guys. Yes, I probably say anything, though. You probably could say anything. Right, we are about to get started. Welcome, Sine and Pietro, to the FitSess Podcast. I hope you're both well, safe, and we're missing all three of you at the gym. Especially, I'm especially missing my Frankie time. Uh, Sinead is a converted weightlifter. Pietro is a lover of all fitness and a former former military man. Um, I say converted weightlifter as Sinead wasn't really a fan of the Barbell when we first met, but now he's keen as mustard and has took really, really, really well to weightlifting. Um, Pietro has always been into fitness for the years I've known him. This could be anything from climbing Mount Everest and Mount Snowden. Both uh, to climb Everest, some resistance training and even running. Uh, I asked them to join us on the podcast today just to talk about their mental aspect of going to the gym, enjoying your exercise and the challenges of training with a little one. How does that sound, guys? Yeah, good. good. Good stuff. Good. Just tell us a little bit about your uh, own training, your background, how you both got into fitness. Go on, Shanae, okay. you go first. Okay,
1: I'll go first then. Um, well, I did horse riding for years. So I was never really someone who went to a gym um, until the horse riding stopped and then I needed to do something. Um, so I moved around like you do from gym to gym, going now and then, nothing really consistent. Um, and then I found a bit of a loving crossfit. Nice. Got quite consistent at that, but then I met Pietro <laughs> and it went downhill from there and um, and that was it, really, wasn't it? Yeah. And then,
0: awesome. Yeah. Pete, tell us a little bit about your training background.
2: Um, It probably started from year six going into high school because, as a lot of people know, I'm quite a bulky guy. I always have been. Um, And really, I got into the gym because I got bullied a lot. So I just thought, I went in summer holidays, I thought in high school I'm not going to. I'm not going to be in that same situation. So I went to the gym twice a day, swum, swum in the mornings, went to the gym in the afternoons, every single day. Like, probably didn't diet right, hardly ate anything, like, as I've learned now, it's not the right way to do be. it. But when you're that young, and you're just going to lose weight. And then, really through high school, then it's I still did bits, but played football, and it was really when I left high school, I didn't want to go to college. So the military kind of, to be fun, to be honest, my mate was joining. So I went with him to the careers, ended up just being like, yeah, let's do it. And that kind of got me into a proper fitness kind of, I had to get fit for it. And then obviously the military, you've got to keep yourself fit constantly. Um and that was it, really. Not, I've not done anything specific. It's just like you said in the intro, it's just all-around fitness. Awesome.
0: I, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing lots of different um, aspects of fitness, like training lots of different ways, P. I would say, you know, do whatever you enjoy. And obviously, Sinead, you must have enjoyed horse riding to, uh, at the start. And then why did you stop horse riding, just out of curiosity?
1: I went to uni.
0: Hi, I went
1: uh, to uni. Yeah, so I had three horses at the time. And we were competing every weekend. Yeah. I was riding like three times a day, every every day of the week, um, and then when I made the choice to go to uni, it was the choice of go to uni or carry on with the horses. So I chose uni and sold the horses, and that was it.
0: Ah, no worries. When did you find cross it then? So interesting.
1: Um, I, well, I went through a really rough patch, and I put loads of weight on after leaving. Well, during u- uni. Like you do, you go out drinking, go out eating, put loads of weight on. It's really, really unhappy. Um, so my mum knew somebody who had a CrossFit gym, so she took me there, um, and he was like, "Just come down, try it out." So I did, um, and then that was it. Really, I, I just stuck at it for probably about a year, um, and I had quite a good like diet as well. I was living with my mum and dad, so they were cooking nice teas and nice <laughs> stuff. And then I carried on a bit, didn't I, when when we first got together. Um, But I think just the relationship got in the way. You want to go out, you want to have fun. You don't want to be in the gym every night. We just
2: (laughs) enjoyed ourselves. Because I was, we met, a brief (laughs) background, we met just as I was leaving the military. So I was still doing my fitness, still keeping up with it. So it was kind of like a motivation. But then when I came out, you do you fall into them relationship patterns where you want to just enjoy yourselves and then you just kind of
0: you know you, know, you the previous routine to... went out the window um and you didn't develop a new one yeah. and that, that's quite common i mean obviously you both must have enjoyed training because you've carried on training um so like what does training look like over the last year
1: at fifth sets well just um,
0: training in general really
1: i've probably trained over the past year more than i ever have oh, wow! Um, and it's probably had more meaning to it whereas before it was it's always been about weight loss and losing weight and all about how I look so it's never really been um anything more than that but recently I think especially after having Frankie it's become more of um, a lifestyle choice as well and um, wanting to change for my lifestyle not just for the way I look um And it's been a lot to do with confidence, uh, getting my own self-confidence back um, rather than just fitness and strength.
0: Awesome. I love that. That's a great mindset. You know, being confident within yourself is really important and enjoying what you do. And uh, I think the biggest aspect is just changing your lifestyle. I think you've both done that and you've had to change your lifestyle, I guess, because you've got Frankie as well now. So, you know it must have been really hard for you both to, one, start training again after Frankie and then both keep it up. Um P, what's it been like your training over the last year?
2: Duh. My training's been a bit scattered over the last year because, for me, after we had Frankie, Sinead was, she wasn't happy. She wasn't in a good place, if you want to put it like that. Hmm. Um Like, she was really hard on herself, really down on herself. So it was actually me, because I obviously known you for a long time. I came to you and said, listen, Sinead's like struggling. I know she'd be really good. And getting her into that gym. But then I kind of prioritized making sure she did it. Mm. And then that like laid like lazy side to me. I took a back seat on my own personal training. So I've been a bit in and out trying to, you know, balance myself out again, trying to find out something
0: that I actually enjoy. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, you might have, you can not fall out of love with something. You might not enjoy it as much anymore. You might want to fancy a new challenge. I know you'd set yourself some new goals this year. So um, I think that, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it's good that you're trying different things, be. I think, you know, I've seen you train quite hard. I think you came here about two and a half years ago when you came deadlifting with your brother. Like, so obviously you've been in and around the gym before that. Obviously you used to train quite a lot and then you've kind of like constantly gone in and out of it, which is fine. But obviously you touched on the um, the mental health aspect there. And obviously that's really important that you supported Sinead there because I don't think a lot of people have that support. So I don't think she'd be where she is today in terms of a very competent weightlifter without that support. Um, and obviously Sinead talked about Wanting to do weight loss, but actually in December she she like entered a powerlifting comp. Which I remember when I asked you, you actually said I don't know, and like even like the week before you were like I don't know. So yeah, talk us through that.
1: Oh God, I used to come home and be now ranting every <laughs> night. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing the competition. I guess I'm doing it. I'm definitely not doing it. <laughs> and then I'd, then I'd come home like three days later and go, oh, but maybe I will do it, but you know maybe I should try it. And then they say no, definitely not. Um, but yeah, when you first mentioned it, I was like, no chance. And there's no chance that I would do that.
0: I remember um, like I remember when you were like that and Pete every single day was like, Don't worry, she'll do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was so confident. I was like, Pete, I don't think she will. And he was like, No, she'll do it.
1: <laughs> and I think deep down, I think I knew I would do it, mm. but I don't know why I told myself and told everybody I wasn't doing it. But I think the more I think about things, the more nervous I get about them. So I'd um, I'd just rather not think about it. So I think I just told myself I wasn't doing it. And then that was up.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then it might have been a bit of reverse psychology for yourself. But on comp day, you were absolutely exceptional. Like you you were definitely a different mindset. Like you had a clear routine. I think you'd clearly done some like imagery work because you'd, like you knew what you were gonna do, you even like stood in the same place every single time before you came on to lift, like you had your headphones in, like you were so in a zone that I've like never seen you before. What numbers did you hit? Like was it like a one ten squat or something like that? Yeah, I hit one ten
1: squat, um fifty-eight on my bench.
0: Fifty eight on the bench and
1: then- um nothing on my deadlift I just gave up <laughs> I just yeah I don't think
0: it was a long day actually yeah we did it a few hours um, yeah, uh, no, yeah I- but it was amazing that you entered and like obviously I think you actually were the biggest venture on the day for females so that's pretty impressive <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah to be fair I look back at it now and I really did enjoy it and I'm so glad I did it um I was so nervous though I didn't think I would get as nervous as what I did get.
0: I know, and I think that obviously that, that, that's, um, it's quite a relevant point in in this day and age, actually, because obviously at four broke the record at the weekend for 5.01 deadlift, and obviously the biggest complaint people are having, uh, it's not in competition. And as someone who's competed, it is a completely different ballgame. I still think you'll pull 5.01, but I don't think it should class as a record until it's in comp. That's just my take on it, though.
1: Yeah, uh, totally different when you get in a competition like place.
0: She's Pete, so competitive. How did you see your wife on uh, on the powerlifting comp? Because she was like a different woman. She was scary.
2: <laughs> the thing is, it wasn't no surprise to me because I that's why I said she's gonna do it. Yeah. She's competitive, really competitive. And Pete Pete it doesn't come across because she's so laid back. Yeah. She doesn't like to pull it. Well, she's different now, but she didn't like to pull her face or make a noise or everything used to be like a mouse. But I know, being with her for so long, that she is ultra competitive. So it wasn't all surprise to me. I just, I'm happy I saw it because I would have been disappointed for her if she hadn't done that.
0: Yeah, and I think ever since that day, though, like ever since you did that powerlifting comp, I don't know if it was before then, but your mindset seems to have changed. Like when you come in the gym, you have that same ice cold focus. You come in, you do your warm up, um, you you completely like engrossed in your own training, which is fantastic. You need that focus. How would you like say you've developed since that day? Like obviously, it was only December, so it was only like six months ago. Yeah,
1: I think I think you're right. I think probably from November, I just changed my mindset. I'd obviously lost a little bit of a weight, yeah. so that like gave me more self confidence, and I just think just going into the gym and you know meeting everyone there and just when you go into that gym it's just so friendly mm. and nobody's judging you nobody's you know talking about you behind your back it's just so comfortable um, and I just think I've got my I got myself into a routine um, and just felt really comfortable in it and so my mindset just totally changed. And it was, I was no longer thinking I've got to lose weight. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I was just there to have fun and do what I wanted to do. And just as long as I walked out and I enjoyed myself, that's all that counted then. I've just totally changed my mindset around. I
0: know. And obviously since then you've taken up weightlifting. Um, I think you'd started weightlifting a little bit before we did the powerlifting comp. Um, And obviously you've become very proficient in the lifts. Uh, But you can definitely see your enjoyment and and that shows by the way you come in and you're actually showing me stuff like you're like oh deck I saw this on Instagram or like what about this and I was like oh that's amazing and you're showing the other people on the like who the weightlifters the other people on the class like oh have you seen this you know and, and that stems from you developing your own knowledge um and learning and wanting to better yourself and I definitely can see that over the last few months that you've tried to take your training to the next level Uh, and obviously we've spoke briefly about entering a weightlifting comp for yourself uh, and I really think that's achievable.
1: Yeah I think when we spoke about that and I think that was when I like first thought that you know maybe I can actually do this and I've got like a bit of um, talent behind me and I, I can do what I want to set out to do and obviously then I put the competition in my mind and I just had that in the forefront of my mind and just kept going um but again I couldn't have done it without like the support of everybody in the gym because everyone's just so supportive and so friendly um without feeling comfortable I don't think I would have ever got to where I can like what I'm doing now
0: I think that's important like we do try at the gym to make everyone comfortable and, and we want to make it an environment where people can thrive and do the best don't get me wrong it's not not the right environment for everyone but there's a lot of people who slip through the net who necessarily go into like a different style of gym they would slip through their net and and they they wouldn't be right for them so i'm glad we can offer that but both of you have obviously had many excuses over the last year to like kind of like take a break from training or not take it as serious because you know frankie's only just over one and it would be two in october november november November. November. so it you be two in november like you have more than enough excuses there just for that um, so how have you found like training with little Frankie um, the mental aspect of both of you trying to train um, how have you found that guys I,
2: I, personally myself I'd say I've struggled
0: because
2: hmm. in all honesty when Frankie first came when I was born I I struggled in general anyway in just my personal day
0: to day life yeah it was like a bad time for you at the time, just came, like everything came. It was, it
2: was a bad time for me and then Frankie came and I, I was like very anxious as it was. Mm. Or oh, I always have been, but I've always managed to maintain it throughout my life. Um, but then around that time, it was heightened and then Frankie came along and so my training definitely took a back seat and probably even say till even now I'm still doing it, like you touched on, I am a bit, when I train, I'm in and out. yeah, And that's all dependent on how I feel that day. yeah. Like, so this last year for me personally hasn't been great. But I take positives that Sinead's doing so well with herself. But personally, it's not great because I should be focusing on myself when it comes to my fitness and stuff.
0: I think before lockdown though, you were kind of like getting into a bit more of a routine and a, a lot better like training kind of structure. Uh, you were like, yeah. I saw you every day like on the row or Every time you came in the gym, you were coming in every Sunday. You know, obviously you work Saturdays, uh, but you were coming in quite regularly. And I think you've gone through spells as well. Like obviously, I know you, you're making it sound like you you never trained over the last year, but there were spells where you were coming in three or four times a week quite consistently. I think you you were probably like beating yourself up a little bit more. Than, uh, than like what's warranted.
2: Yeah, potentially. Um, I, I could have like for me personally, lockdown came at a perfect time because in my head, I was in a bit of a what? What am I doing?
0: Yeah, like um, what's your goal? Like where are you going? Direction? Yeah. I think it was different for Sinead. Though. Like when she came in, obviously Frankie was still there. Like she could detach from it and make sure she was like weightlifting. Um, she kind of like put him inside the tire, or with one of us, and like, yeah, he was like, we were cracking on with training. It was fantastic. Where well, I think like yourself, like you said, you like your anxiety a little bit about like what's Frankie doing, where's he going, like who's like who's with him. Like obviously, like you were you were very conscious of that. And like some people are just different. Some people need different training methods. Some people, you know, need different uh setups. And I think like just I think you just started to develop that setup just as lockdown came though. So like how how is training with Frankie in the gym? Like, is it tough? Like when you have a little one and he's running around the gym and you're trying to like, look at him and yeah. How is, it is
1: that? Yeah. Um, I remember when we first brought him in and he, he couldn't move, he, he just stayed in his feet and it was great because you'd put him down, you'd, you'd go and do a workout and he'd still be there <laughs> and absolutely fine, loving life. And then obviously then he started crawling. Um, and then he started walking, and then all he wanted to do was keep going up and down those stairs.
0: Sinead's <laughs> um, ruthless though, yeah, like just just a box, box at the bottom of the stairs, and she's done. She's back training.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that. It was a good because when I go to the gym, it's my time, and it's, yeah. it's the only time I get. I, yeah. I have Frankie unless I'm at work. I have Frankie from the minute he wakes up till the minute he goes to sleep at night, and I don't get any time. So I think I just have to when I go in that gym, I have to make sure that it is my time and he will be okay. There's plenty of people who love him in there and they look <laughs> after him and they cuddle him and play with him. And, you know, it's safe enough for him to walk around. Um, obviously, I keep my eye on him. I don't just let him run around wild. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he enjoys being in there though himself and he watches everything everyone does. And I just think if the more he sees me doing it and the more he sees his dad doing it on, The more he's around that environment, hopefully he will grow up with the mental attitude to be able to go into a gym himself and have the self-confidence to work out, which I know that both of us have really suffered from. And so I think him being there kind of gives you that push and that extra motivation. And, you know, if you want one more rep, you just look over and go, right, well, I'm doing it for him.
0: Oh so. wow, that's amazing. I never yeah. thought of it like that. So obviously I've never had this experience of having the little one running around on my own little one. Obviously, we, we love Frankie to bits in the gym and we'd always do anything we can for Frank. Um and he's obviously like we he's quite a child-friendly gym. Like you we can literally lock the door, put the box at the bottom of the stairs and he can kind of run around and there's always coaches wandering around who can like pick him up and play with him, which is usually the case. But obviously P like gets really, really anxious about that where Sinead can kind of like disconnect a little bit I think it's also like like Sinead said like make sure you've got that hour for yourself and make sure you are taking that time to train but and like sometimes P will come in and he might have like three hours but because he thinks he's got so long sometimes you're like Procrastinate and then he's like, He's like, ah, oh, Sinead wants me home in 40 minutes. and he's like, trying to like bust the workout out as quick as he can. So he's like, always makes us laugh. Like, we usually like set a timer and we'll have like a little sweepstake on how long he's gonna like, until he starts training <laughs> I usually let
2: me in on that sweepstake. We can make some good money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, yeah, usually he's talking to us about some sort of supplement he's tried that week or like some protein bar. Have you tried
1: the protein bar, Deck?
0: I one. <laughs> it gets us like so just <laughs> give us a bit of context <laughs> a bit of context on this guys for people listening like Pietro is like a, a lorry driver and uh, he delivers a lot of like protein snacks and energy drinks and stuff like that so he literally gets to see them all first and i feel like he scours through amazon and the internet for him because i have been in this industry 10 years and some of them i've never seen He brings them in and they're like he's like always giving me the rundown i get like a 20 30 minute phone call while he's driving and he'd be like deck this is what the texture's like this is this is what the breakdown's like this is the flavor i think they can do this better i think you'd sell it like this and i think these people would buy it that's the extent he goes to it's absolutely brilliant he's like martin has loved these <laughs> I'm like, how do you know what martin would love <laughs> it is so funny uh, but we absolutely love it, like it's it's a really nice touch. And to be fair, like half of our vending machine is stocked by P. So, like, we wouldn't have got the smart bars if it wasn't for P. We wouldn't have got the C4 energy drinks or the rain ones. We wouldn't have had the 3D energy drinks. So, yeah, we, we definitely listen to his advice. He's definitely the guru when it comes to a supplement. <laughs> his car looks like some sort of tuck shop. <laughs> um, like, obviously, we divulged a little bit there, but it's, it's all fun and games. How how would you say like your mindset is for after lockdown? Like, What's the plan? What's the goal?
1: I think it's just get back into that routine. I think the quicker I get myself back into the routine, obviously, when lockdown's lifted, um, the easier it will be because the, I always find the longer I leave things, obviously, the harder it is then to get back into it. So I think just try and pick up exactly where I left off, um, get in the gym as much as I can, get back on the barbell, snatch a bit, clean a bit. Are we actually
0: missing the gym? Like people are surprised at how much they're missing the gym, and like so many people are messaging us, like, I can't wait to get back in. Is my barbell okay? (laughs) (laughs) Literally, literally so many people
1: this close to buying my own Olympic weightlifting (laughs) bar. I keep going back. It's there in my basket and I keep going back to it like no, it'll be it'll be back
0: soon. You'll be back there soon. You will, you will. <laughs> all right, Pete, what's your goals for after that lockdown?
1: It probably just where I left off.
2: Getting that consistency with my all round training. I feel like this lockdown's helped me because I just thought about what I was doing and where I was going and I think just doing weights. Even though I love just doing weights, like I think it actually is the reason why I've been so inconsistent. That hmm. I do actually find it boring. Hmm. You
0: just find like a new work. challenge or like a, yeah. a goal or some sort of path that you want to go down. Because I know you talked about like a doing a triathlon or a duathlon or a run. Yeah, definitely. Like I definitely like, want, to want to do a duathlon. Feet. I want to get that like cardio. Build that aerobic training. base, like zone two yeah. training. That stuff. Sounds good. I yeah, mean, I
2: definitely want to do a duathlon. I want to get on like before the lockdown, we were going to do the free peach challenge with my brother and his friends. So walking is something I really enjoy. So that's something I really want to start hitting on a lot more. Getting out and about and seeing new places. So instead of like focusing solely on weights, that kind of fitness, getting walks in, getting my cardio back up and stuff like that again. Stuff I've neglected over the years since I left the military, thinking I don't need to do that anymore.
0: No, like whenever I see you train, like you do love to do like what I would call the grunt work, which is like like necessarily like the harder stuff where you kind of just have to get your head down and go for it. So I think something like that would be really good for you. Uh, And I'd be really interested to see where you go. And obviously, like last year, you were absolutely amazing. Like you helped us uh, do uh, the Snowdonia walk. With all our clients, like you were at the back, leading everyone and kind of bringing everyone through who were struggling or necessarily needed a little bit of help or guidance, you were there. So that was amazing. Like, uh, we couldn't have done it without you. How did you like find that mental aspect of that day? Like trying to help people. Like, what was your, like, how did you look at your outlook when we started that day? Because obviously, like, you, you were like, I was at the front trying to help everyone, guiding everyone uh, as like the director, and then you were at the back, kind of helping everyone, and we were kind of the two people kind of running it. So, how would you say you found that day?
1: Um, we enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's, it's
2: it's my naturally. I like helping. I like getting stuck in. If I, if I, if I see there's something, if there's a gap that needs filling, then I'm happy to just get stuck in, get get involved. And I just saw that there was a couple of people on the walk who who were struggling from the off, and I thought, well, I will get back. And I'll just help him, push him along. Yeah. And that kind of gives me that mental edge. Like, to walk like Snowden and do what we did. Um, it just gives me that mental edge because I'm focusing more on them than myself. Yeah. So it pushes me to go further because I'm helping other people push on.
0: So obviously I only mentioned that because you were just talking about your own fitness so you could do that for more people like we didn't know that we didn't ask you at the start like to do it and it was the first time the gym had ever done it and we would have really struggled without you so like you just kind of took that upon yourself naturally as like a little bit of a leader and like you always and the more like I see you in the gym like, after that day like, I, I really see it how you always lead people now and like you're always like motivational and like I know a lot of the people in the gym like specifically like when you are not here like people are like oh we need peer for that like motivation so like obviously Sinead always takes the mick out of you for <laughs> like procrastinating <laughs> or talking but obviously some people are getting value out of that and I think that's like an important aspect of training like you know you might go to training to help someone else And I think you were constantly trying to do that piece. So like, obviously like when you first started speaking to me about Sinead coming, you were like, she needs to come for this, 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 like she's not, she's not feeling like this. You never said, this is what I want to do with my training. It was always like, what is Sinead doing with her training? It's like, how was your like mental attitude coming to the gym, Sinead? Because obviously like P was like, she's really anxious.
1: Oh, I t- he literally just turned around to me one day and went. So on, I think it was a Monday, on Monday morning, 9.30, we're going to the gym. I booked yeah. it. I was like, <laughs> I would have never, ever walked in off my own back if he hadn't have done that.
2: But you pro- you did procrastinate for like two weeks. I was like, come on, come come to see Deck. <laughs> Deb will be perfect. He'll get you going. He'll get you thinking. It's to the point where I was like, right, I'm sick of this. <laughs> So it what were, like, barriers, were.
0: like, P, what do you, like, before she answers, like, P, what do you, why do you think she wouldn't didn't want to come, and, like, what were her barriers to training?
2: It, it wasn't barriers to training, because when she's doing it, she loves it. Hmm. It's a barrier on itself. Okay. If if, if if you know what I mean, like. I think so. It's the pressure she put on her own mind. Yeah. To this big daunting task of getting back
0: into the gym so speaking of like tasks obviously like some guys that the guy that you guys love obviously Goggins he always says eats the frog first doesn't he surprised you guys didn't mention that so I suppose it's like that you know get up in the morning and do the worst job or the hardest job or the most daunting job in this case so it, once you did that job like it was quite easy like would you say like after the first time you've been to the gym like it was a lot more comforting no 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 uh, okay no. <laughs> I was just,
1: like, I mean, that was like, no, nothing on you death
0: i mean no no i get it mean, like we find that quite a lot like s- people really struggle especially in like the first few like weeks and months in the gym because they might still be struggling like the body might not have changed they might still be low on motivation they have no idea because a lot of the time you come in I was trying to like teach you like some new skills whether that be like talk about your nutrition or talk about like uh, literally just a bodyweight squat or we might give you some homework to do like that is so daunting it's like so much on your plate um, and it's, it's really good feedback for us to like kind of like streamline that and how we can make it better for people in the future so uh, why was it daunting coming back for the second time
1: I just think it was my it was my mind yeah. so my mind um, at that time was I, I hated myself basically I hated the way I looked I didn't like anything about myself I couldn't I didn't know who I was anymore I just had this baby and he took all my time up um so just literally going into the gym where people were looking at me that made me uncomfortable so it wasn't necessarily the fitness and doing the squatting or doing the box jumping or whatever we were doing it was I was paranoid that people were looking at me and people were judging me um I mean, before I even went to the gym, I, w- I wouldn't walk out of the house with a T-shirt on with my arms out. Wow. Um, I was really, really self-conscious. Um, so obviously that took a few weeks, a few months of being in the gym to feel comfortable. Um, and then there was this one moment that really sticks in my mind and it was I've got a bit more confidence. So I was going to a few group training sessions as well. Yeah. And it was one that Aidan was doing. And at the end, he did this competition like he used to do. Um. And it was how many battle ropes uh, can you do in thirty seconds or something like that. Yeah. And I was like sat at the back thinking, oh, "I'll go last. I'm not, I really don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I like I'll never get like half as much as what these people are getting." Yeah. Um. And so I went last, um, trying to get out of it. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> hopefully, we'll run out of time. Um. And then I remember I did it, and I I got more than anybody. And that was the moment where I just thought, I walked out the gym and I thought, you know what, I can do this. I am as good as what everybody else is. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think from that moment, I just got a a boost of confidence. And then that's when I started feeling a bit more comfortable.
0: I think that self-belief is so important. Like you had Pietro telling you how good you were. You had me telling you how strong you were. Like you had everyone under the sun telling you how strong you were. But until you really believe that yourself, Like, it doesn't matter what anyone else says to you. And I think that's a really, really important factor, a really important point to take away from this whole podcast. Like, you've got to believe it yourself. And I think, like, to some degree, like, both of you will still have those feelings where, you know, I'm not confident because I think everyone has them. And it's like, what would you say, like, something that's helped you to deal with that other than by accident? Is there anything that you do specifically to help you feel more confident? Like, I know for me, it might be like going for a run. Just clears my mind, or like writing loads of things down on a piece of paper um, that like maybe worry me. Like, I know that like helps me, and I'm, or if I like jot down like where I was last year, things like that. Like I have lots of different techniques that help me. So, what are yeah. your techniques, guys?
1: Um, well, mine's walking. Walking is literally getting me through lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get up and I walk, and I just keep on walking, um, and it just seems to clear my mind and just makes me relax. And then I have quite a relaxing day. But I also try and, I also, every now and then, well, as much as I kind of try and tell myself something good, something I like about myself, and nice. just keep on telling myself that. That's um, really good. And that really helps me.
2: Um, I'd say, I'm getting into my podcasts and audiobooks mm. keeps me very focused, because like you touched on before, I talk a lot. So I talk a lot, I think a lot. So I procrastinate and... Just by the time I've finished in my own mind, it feels like I've worked out. So <laughs> by putting them audio books on and podcasts on, it, it stops me overthinking. So I'm listening to my podcast, then I'm finishing work, then I'm going straight to the gym.
0: Yeah. So basically, like both of you have got something completely different, but you can kind of tie them together if you wanted. You could go for a walk or listen to a podcast. But just on that point that like P brought up, like P has so much knowledge and he has so many questions and i think that's so important like i love it like personally i love it like he'd be like deck have you thought about this deck have you done this like he's been asking me to do all sorts of stuff like she's just <laughs> like pretending to blow her brains out but yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but obviously like she has to live with him and um, I, I i constantly get messages deck what about this design for the t-shirt deck what about this but you know what i absolutely love it like we we all love it in the gym, and especially Tom. Tom is like the Pietro fan club. He's like, I've missed it. I've missed it. i like, literally, he'll look at a rock, he go, that P looks like rock. Like, like, that rock looks like P. And i just like, how does the rock look like P? Like, literally, is your favourite fan, mate. <laughs> but we definitely missing uh, all those inquisical, in, inquisical, is that a word? Quizzical? There we are. Quizzical questions. Uh, and like, basically just telling me, basically sometimes how to do my job, you know, sometimes how we should run the gym. Like it's all entertaining. It's all uh, it's all good feedback as well. It's good growth. But they're great tips guys on like how people can one get through um get through lockdown, but also like how they can like calm themselves down, be a bit more relaxing. Like do you Sinead in particular, like, do you ever get that feeling where you're not good enough? Because I presume you wake up some days and you will get that feeling. Um, and like how do you deal with it? And I suppose like when you get it in the gym, how do you deal with that?
1: Yeah, um, I probably get it a lot more now, actually. Now I'm a mum
0: yeah.
1: because there's so much like mum guilt going around wow. <laughs> where you all wake up some days and you just think, oh, I, I'm just not good enough to do it today. Um, but I think just talking, just making sure I talk about it and uh, making sure I'm, I'm open to Pietro, um, especially when it comes to like family stuff. Um, And I tell him how I'm feeling. And I always think if you've told someone, you feel so much better just by saying it out loud. Um, So I make sure I do that. When I'm in the gym, um, I never feel like that. I'm always good enough. She she
0: probably is. She's usually one of the best Look What you (laughs) created,
1: Honestly, I can't, (laughs) not recently anyway, I can't think of a time in the gym where I felt like that recently.
0: Wow, that's um, amazing! Like I, I'm,
1: because I'm, I'm not competing against anybody. Hmm. I am my own person, and what I do is for me. It's not for anybody else. And I think now that I've told myself that, and I know that, that's my mindset. And so I go in and I do. You know, sometimes I might walk out and think maybe I could have done one more rep, or maybe I could have done this. But I try not to beat myself up anymore, which I used to do quite a lot. Yeah, yeah I think it's
0: that's like, amazing. Um, I'm going pee. Sorry,
2: I, I was just going to say, like, it is a shock. Like, me and you have spoke about it in the gym before, like, one of our many conversations, as you said. Um, like, looking at her from a year ago to now, we both said we'd never imagined she'd be at Barbell and she'd be absolutely crushing it. Like, she...
0: Like, just there, last out, like, always just yeah. in, gets the work done. Like, it is amazing. Like, it is like, crazy.
2: I'm personally jealous because I look at myself, and I think, I pushed her into this. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Now I'm like sat there like, Why don't I have that motivation? <laughs> I'm there procrastinating on my uh, on my bench, looking at the
0: ball like I think that's like the most important aspect though of like this podcast. Like that motivation I would say comes from that she enjoys it so much. Um, and it's like the mixture like she started to like powerlifting because she loved the strength side of it, but then like weightlifting's even better for her because she has the technical side of it where she can think about it and she's also got the strength side. And when it all comes together, like it is really good. And obviously we tease P about like not being able to lift your weights, but realistically, like your weights are quite high now, shanae and like they're getting like very consistent, they're very good, they're on a very good upward trajectory. Uh, and like like i said you keep progressing your training keep progressing your weightlifting. you you constantly like um looking up your education and um, following instagrammers like looking up different videos techniques all sorts of stuff and it's fantastic like because you have to develop that knowledge and i think it's something that's so important that we try and get over to our clients like develop your own knowledge uh, ultimately we don't want to be there for you forever like we want you to learn as much as you can from us develop into your kind of own coach still have someone to trust. Like I still use Tom, um, but go on and like start to do your own thing where you can progress your own technique. Because once you've got your own technique, obviously, then you can start to like go. Oh, I want to tweak that, and you can make conscious decisions where it's not someone else telling you. And then maybe you go back to your old coach and go, "What do you think about this?" It's having them people around you that you trust. And I think it fits us like we're really good at that. Where like if someone says something about this, like we'll be really honest. Like I'll be like, "No, you need to be Tom about that, or you need to see Steph about that." You know, if it's about nutrition or something if it was about a supplement or any drink, you need to go and see pee about that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I think it's important to have those people around you. Um, and I think that's really helped, like, both of you over the last year in terms of, like, keep training or stay training. And Shanae is definitely 100% a different person compared to, like, when she first came to the gym. Like, wouldn't even make eye contact, like, looking down. Like, just, like, get kind of, like, coming in to get through her session. That was it. Like, she just c- couldn't wait for it to finish. Uh, I think I remember like she'd be like what time are we on like for when she would finish and then like and then the stark contrast like a few months ago where P's like you need to take a deload week because you're in the gym too much I think that's been (laughs) a factor as well like having someone by you Shanae, where like he can go I can see you mentally and physically fatigued I think that's a really big point as well like I always say to you like take a deload week when you need it. And I think you know your own body and mental side much better. And I think for you, it's actually more mental fatigue than it is physical fatigue sometimes. Um, so like, talk us through that. Like, I remember very, very well, Like, Pia going, she needs to take a deload week and then literally like the day later you took it. Yeah. Um, I
1: think because I was training loads at one point. I think I was training like yeah. six, seven times a sometimes week. Sometimes twice <laughs> a day. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I sometimes I can get a little bit too obsessive about things, it's like especially like when tracking my, my diet, yeah. um, going to the gym, those kind of things. I get quite obsessive, so P always says, You know, may, maybe you need to take a day off, you're getting a bit obsessive, and it'll be quite honest, but obviously, I won't listen and I'll carry on. <laughs> um, but I do, you know, you, you can, there's only so much you can do, and I think you've just got to. At the same time that I want to be really good in the gym, I also want to have a life, and I want to enjoy my life outside of the gym. So I've got to make sure that I have that happy balance of lifestyle outside of the gym and enjoying myself whilst I'm in there. So having a you know a deload week and enjoying myself um, really helps me, and then I feel really like recharged when I go back in.
0: I think that's so important. Like I know for me personally, like, I've struggled to like manage training business and having like a life and like working too much and getting into like a bad routine and i think actually when you take that time away i know like when i've been away or like i've got into a better routine of taking like one day off a week like you're actually more productive at work and you think like working more doesn't necessarily mean like more productivity it actually probably means less and i think p is just on that similar journey now where like he's just taken a bit of a training break over the last year um and he or he thinks he's taking a training break he's probably trained quite a lot he's probably i would say he's probably trained like Forty weeks out of the fifty-two, quite consistently. But Pete yes. just beating himself up because, like, you've got Shanae on the other side who's like training six, seven times a week. Like, I remember one stage, like, you were off for that week and you came and trained twice every day, and I was just like, why? Like, you can't just go from four or five sessions a week to like ten. And I remember then you took the next week off, and I was just like exactly and, and the funny thing was p kept on saying you can't do that you need a deload and you were just not listening but then when you decided it was your idea <laughs> i thought that yeah. was brilliant i thought it was quite funny yeah um but guys exactly. like <laughs> yeah it's a it's a great point to end on guys like we're going to talk i want us to wrap up a little bit and i want us to give you like your three main tips for starting training and what you want to take away from the next year so like how you would structure your training or how, how, what you want to get away or something you might want to give someone else so like for instance for me i know i want to put 100 over my head in a cleaning jerk in the next three months um and the way i'm going to do that is i'm just going to stay consistent with my training and make sure i've got one focus and not too many focuses i want the
1: 50 kilogram
0: snatch 50 um, kilogram
1: that's nice i was hoping to get the week we got went on lockdown. But <laughs> Um, so obviously I want to build back up and I want I want that at the end end of it. Um Juan, what do you want?
2: Um myself, I thought you were saying free sorry I was. Oh sorry. Um, um it's probably after lockdown, it's just getting back into it, implementing what I thought and don't want anything else carry away. So getting that cardio base back in. Um and really for me mainly it's more mental. 'Cause I can physically do the stuff. It's just mentally keeping myself on the straight. Yeah. Telling myself exactly what I want to do and just go and do it. Yeah. That is re- inevitably for me my long term goal, really.
0: So give, us t- that, give us like a tip on how you both are going to implement your goals then. So give us like something that you would like to like, how you're going to make that work.
1: I'm going to make sure that I get myself back into a good routine. Um, I think I am I am the person who lives by routine. I do things the same every single day um, and I have the same routine all the time. So I think making sure that once lockdown's over with, I build that routine back into my life, um, make sure that I'm training consistently and making sure that I still have the same confidence that I did before now, um, not letting you know just because I've had a break doesn't mean I'm any less good than what I was beforehand so just making sure that I keep that positive mental side of it all as well when I go back in
0: I think assistance is the key word there I, like you've got to be consistent if you're consistent you're not like i know for me like, if i go oh i'll take a day off today and i'm not consistent and might might be it leads on to a couple of days and then like you then you get anxious about it, you're not training so i think consistency is so important so i think like once you get consistent you're happy with it but also consistent with your rest recovery that balance consistent with balancing your life consistent with seeing frankie p taking yeah. some time We're for yourself
1: it's about planning isn't it yeah yeah. I like to plan
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I can see with like all the little boards in the background there like what for dinner menu, Friday (laughs) I love it guys I love it
1: so I think planning is the key I think you know if if so for example Tuesdays were always my worst day in work Mm. so I wouldn't train train on a Tuesday night because I know I know when I come home, I don't want to go back out again because yeah, i you're be, like be like
0: mentally fatigued, tired. a bit tired. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, what's P, the point of training?
0: P, what's like? What would you say? Like your one tip is for everyone. Like how how are you going to implement a better routine for you? And how, like, what tip would you give to people? Other than listening to Jay and following her plan.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm doing what she tells me to do. <laughs> I think it's the nail on the head. Really, it's consistency, isn't it? It, it's especially with lockdown. Even though some people be missing the gym, a lot of people will fall out of love with the gym, surprisingly enough, yeah. because they've been so used
0: to not. They lost it. that consistency.
2: Yeah. So it's getting that consistency back in. And personally, for me, because like it is a mental thing, it's mentally consistent. Yeah. And um, it's like for me, it's speaking to Sinead getting Sinead support, telling her exactly what I want to do. Mm. And then she can be like, well, you want to do this? And also it's like writing things down. Like um, I heard a piece of advice. Yeah. I heard a piece of advice um, when I was listening to a podcast that it was like people in this modern day, so used to technology. They read something in their mind, they process it, but they don't actually process it. Because they're looking at the screen, whereas if you read it, listen to it, write it down as you're doing it, you're physically telling your brain, "This is what I'm going to do." So that's something that I think a lot of people who struggle with consistency, like myself, it might it'd be a massive thing. Yeah. Also, writing stuff out, it kind of like it gives you that focus, that understanding.
0: Yeah, I use nice. writing down, like for quite a lot of different things. Like, I'll, I'll use pen and paper quite a lot, especially like, if I'm trying to like, I, I call it decluttering. Like, if I like, I have like these months, what every month I have like this day where I clean everything in my like gym, the apartment, like, and then I put everything that's like worried me or like, I've got to do over the next few months on a piece of paper and somehow just like declutters the mind. So, I think that's a really good one. Like, you could write everything down that maybe you want to do or it's going to make you consistent. I think a good Good piece of advice is like write down why you can't train or why what excuses you might come up with, you know. Because then you can go, oh well, I can actually, you know, I'm not going to train because I forget my trainers. Well, just put the trainers in the car night before, or just leave them in the car or something like that, you know. But write down what your possible excuses could be, and then like tr- try and alleviate them. Um, that thank you. Good. Very <laughs> to uh, that was your piece of advice to me,
2: Derek. When I kept on saying, "You're like, just put your stuff in the
0: car." Come <laughs> no, no, Pete actually work. came in and forgot his trainers once, didn't he? And I was just like training your boots, and you were like, "Yeah, sure." And you were you cracked on to be fair to you, <laughs> <laughs> guys. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, you've given everyone like lots of different um, insights into how you both have trained and like some great tips and advice there, guys. Is there anything else you'd like to say? thank you for having us on
1: yeah. no, guys. Thank, thank you to you all for you know all the support you've given us both because it has been incredible hasn't it
0: oh, it means a lot yeah. guys thank you very much well all three of us <laughs> I'm sure oh, Frank, he was right
2: now we'll be saying the
0: same he, well I don't think he would be speaking What what does he speak at the well, moment? where's well, he up to yeah, now? because I know he's saying like mama kind of
2: we'll, we'll, we'll try and train him to say deck <laughs>
0: off his ass okay. <laughs>
2: Fix us. <laughs> <sense. laughs>